Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to this podcast, Yovana the Ageless, where our mission is to unleash everything about living ageless in collaboration with the experts in ancient healing practices from all across the world. Yovana the Ageless is an experiential ancient lifestyle online platform with focus on ageless living. This space has emerged from our innate desire to impart knowledge and experience on living ageless at body, mind, and consciousness level. Yovna ecosystem is all about knowledge sharing and living a traditional lifestyle driven from a medley of worldly timeless wisdom of yoga, Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, microbiotics, qigong, and raw alkaline and living food philosophy. At Yovna, we share this timeless wisdom in collaboration with experts through this podcast and courses on our Yovna platform conducted by global experts in ancient modalities. On this platform, we discuss everything from foods to rituals, to lifestyle, to yogic and ancient movement practices like Qigong, Ayurveda, and much more. Here you learn to live a way of life to regain Yavna, the youth, living by the wreath, the universal order of healing and agelessness. We invite you to realize the divinity of your innate potential to remain ageless with us on this platform, Yavna. Hello everyone, thank you for joining. So uh, today's session is is a mix of yoga nidra and breath, breath work and breath is what we're going to talk about. Today I'll wait for Anshul to join, I think she's there, okay. Anshul, I need your uh, joining request. Uh, I can see you there. So in the meantime, I'll just create some uh, context around what this session will be about. So. Um, I'll give an example like you know for any health concern that we have or we are going through generally our um, primary mode of action is to uh, look for a dietary solution uh, or the solution or, or the solution that we seek is maybe through exercising or th through you know lifestyle changes which are good which are much required um, but if we have to even go to the root of what is it that regulates all the internal functionality and that makes all these other factors that you think of, whether it be foods, whether it be lifestyle changes, or whether it be exercise, what is it that binds all of it together to bring about uh, holistic changes in the body in a way that it impacts your mind. Through the mind, it creates certain hormonal changes within, and this is where you start to bring about changes in your chemistry, and that changes everything. So uh, how do we understand breath? How do we understand what is the technique that we can use to bring about relaxation in the body and that's where yoga nidra comes into the practice and how yoga nidra and breath are connected is what we are going to discuss today so i'll let anshul in and then we'll start the session just give me a second guys i think anshul should be there hi anshul hi how are you i'm good how are you good good great yeah i'm good. just gonna come thank you so closer. much yeah no problem so thank you so much for being here again and helping us understand little more depths of you know yoga and more on the breath work and yoga nidra side so this is Aren't what we are going to talk about today yeah, yeah. so um Anshal, i think um you know before we start i would really want to start the context and please feel free to join in i mean you know um we'll, we'll try to keep it a little interactive can i yeah. request that we start with a mantra just to like oh, yes, please. elevate the yeah. mind because yeah. sure. we're all coming back from being in different roles. I just want everyone yes. here who's watching to just attune into the, the self almost. So we're going to close our eyes. Everybody's going to close their eyes and just push the shoulders back. Allow the chest to raise a bit. Push the neck back and take a deep inhalation and exhale very slowly. Again, inhale deeply, filling three-fourths of the corners of the lungs and exhale slowly. Inhale deeply and exhale slowly. We're just going to begin with a small mantra. Om Sahana Bhavatu Sahano Bhunatu Sahaviryam Karavavahari 
तेजस ओम शांति 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 बाइंग but you know after studying yoga what i realized was that these are important areas but these important areas are uh, you know are integrated with breath somewhere breath has a role to play when it comes to metabolizing foods whether it is about uh, you know bringing about those changes whether it is about exercise what is going on in has a very strong interconnection with how your breath is going in so you know this is what i understood as a part of my practice and and then i just you know tried to go, go a little deeper into understanding what the science is and it just clicked to me uh, uh, one fine day that if we look at a newborn baby the very first food of a newborn baby is breath then he or she is more on liquids for a certain time and then he or she moves on to the solids right so um, does that give us a clue that how important breath is that the very first thing as you enter the world is your experience with the breath which is there with you from day 1 till last day right you can be without water for a certain time without foods for a certain time so if uh, you know foods if we are off foods for a certain time and still our body is functioning i uh, strongly believe that something that's that's a part of us every single moment without which we cannot be, survive for even a few minutes what kind of a role it may be playing when it comes to our biology when it comes to our psychology chemistry i mean does it have any role to play when it comes to how the body functions from inside and ultimately how stressed we are today the kind of health conditions that we are experiencing today so you know this is what i would just want to and try to join join all of these factors today yeah but uh, i'll you know pass it on to you first just very quickly help us understand breath and yoga nidra because these are two different topics but how are we going to connect all of them, yeah. the two of them so so very easily you know the, to breathe means to live and to live means to breathe yeah mm-hmm. so this is in the pradipika like it all starts with that from the moment we you know come into the world till the moment we die there's only one thing that is constant right but when mm-hmm. this element leaves us we're gone right at least we're dead yeah. in this plane so it's it's so amazing that right now whatever research that is happening in the west is discovering all of this that's already happened in the ancient sciences so yeah. all these neuroscientists are now saying that the most important thing everybody needs to do is breath work okay the brain only needs two things glucose and oxygen yeah and the way yeah. we can get oxygen is yes through exercise but for better quality breath better quality oxygen you need to do breathing exercises in very many um hospitals in the west where there are trauma patients we now have yoga teachers or teachers who are trained to go and teach them breath work even mm-hmm. with people who have mental diseases with gut diseases this is happening so why is it that in india or rather this part of the land which is where breath work comes from there's absolutely no right. awareness yeah exactly we're that's all, a big we're question all, yes we're all going to the gym we're all yeah. going and we're doing all these um you know we're eating healthy we're always researching what's the best food to eat right now how important is to intermittent fast but is that going to be permanent you know are you creating that permanent change that's going to last forever or you're going to follow this diet for 10 days and then leave it and then get back to the problem so all of this is a question mark and the only mm-hmm. answer to all of this is honestly the breath yeah so mm-hmm. very briefly i'm going to give you whole physical aspect aspect of it is that we take a deep breath in we have these two triangular sacs that are running along the the top portion of the body and mm-hmm. in this we have branches like small trees right 
Now, yeah. what's happened in the modern day world? You and I were never taught in school how to breathe right. So we were exactly. breathing in through the nose and we were only using, I think maybe until we were 18, we were using probably our entire lung capacity because we were intuitively working. But mm. after that, because of the stresses of modern day living, because of bad posture, because of diseases, because of hormones, because of diet, we stopped using the entire lung capacity. Now, I'll just give you a very real world example, right? Yeah. If you do not take oxygen into the, the latter half of your lungs, the latter half of your lungs becomes stored with carbon dioxide that's been there for years. Yeah. And the lung yeah. capacity is such that it's so porous and it, it can, it's like, you know, like um, it's, it's just a, becomes like a seat for diseases. And mm -hmm. slowly we start brewing all these diseases in the body. Not only mm -hmm. we cannot pass the oxygen to the blood, but carbon dioxide that's been lying there still has been there mm -hmm. forever is not coming out of us. And mm -hmm. what happens then? We're not using the diaphragm, which is probably the most important organ in the body. When you're not using the diaphragm, you are not activating your pineal gland. Yeah, like mm -hmm. going back, just stepping back a bit. No oxygen, not enough good quality oxygen. So the brain is is, is starting to change all its patterns. Yeah? yeah. So let's say you have at the age of 16, you had 100% focus. When you were reading mm -hmm. your book, you were reading your book. The thoughts were mm -hmm. very less. But now what happens is as the brain starts functioning lesser, like more effectively, you're reading mm -hmm. a book, you know, you, you just get distracted. You can't read that book, mm -hmm. you know, anymore. Your cognitive mm -hmm. function gets changed. Then the yeah. brain is directly connected to the gut. The gut starts, you know, um, getting impaired. The organs stop working. There's a lot mm -hmm. of science behind this, which I can talk yeah. about later. But the most yeah. important thing to understand is the brain. The nervous system and the brain are one, right? Mm -hmm. And if yeah. we are not working on that organically through our breath, then everything else is falling apart. Now, number two, I want to talk a bit about how posture is so important. When we're mm -hmm. sitting, I mean, more, more than 99.9% of people over here are probably slouching through the day. Yeah. And you're probably driving and your muscles mm -hmm. are stiff. Now, now there's research that's come out saying that the C C3, C5 and the C6, which are three cranial mm -hmm. nerves that mm -hmm. pass they're called the furotic, furatic nerves. They're directly connected to the diaphragm. Okay. So if you're sitting in bad posture, then the diaphragm cannot get engaged. Hmm. And consciously also, if, if you realize, like, you know, if you sit like this and yeah. consciously, if I try doing it, you can't even if I try properly. hard, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that doesn't go in, right? Yeah, you can't breathe yeah. properly. So the C3, C5, C6 is directly connected to the diaphragm. Yeah. And if you can't use the diaphragm, then 100% you're not breathing well. And we don't yeah. realize that over the years, a host of diseases start creeping on us. So PCOS or thyroid or heart, you know, um, artery sclerosis doesn't happen in a single day. It takes I agree. a lot of, so three months mm -hmm. is the time period that we use to manifest disease. So yeah. all of these cranial nerves and if the pineal gland is not active, then we're out there just putting ourselves out there, you know, saying he come, you know, like I'm just putting myself and I'm, I'm not going to be at ease. Now, on the other hand, there's research now that's going on that's saying that the gut and the brain, and this, is, this has been going on for very many years, the gut and the brain are mm -hmm. directly connected, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. if we're not using the diaphragm, and if we're not engaging that full Purna yogic breath, as we call it in yoga, then mm -hmm. the organs that are surrounding the, the entire spinal column, they start mm -hmm. overworking. You know, it's like they're, they're okay. signaling to the body that, hey, there's a fire here. You so know, is it is it run. something like a stress stress response yeah. getting created? So, the, so, so the sympathetic mode is getting on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The autonomous nervous system goes into SNS, right? It's like there's mm -hmm. stress over here. Please put mm -hmm. cortisol in the system. So basically, yeah. the blood flow is actually always on the gut. Okay, mm -hmm. but yeah. when the SNS is engaged, all the blood rushes into the muscles because muscles. the body is being told run. 
Yeah, you know, and when the body is being told run, then all and why does the eyes, you know, why do you think your eye vision starts to decrease? So there's research now as well. So your eyes start dilating because they're like, mm -hmm. oh, there's threat in front of us. So we need to start running. Yeah. Can so, I just add on one fact yeah. here? Like uh, yeah. I just came across this since we're talking about the eyes. Um, a lot of people don't have uh, eyes, which is a weak eyesight, but they have this blurry vision. I mean, sometimes it happens that you, tend, and it's related to what you're just saying. It's related but to a the very, nervous yeah. yeah. So, and a very interesting um, fact in one of the books that I came across, which really clicked me was um, if you have a blurry vision, even if your eyesight is good, Okay. Uh, most of the times why it happens is that um, uh, for whatever reason it's happening, like, you know, SNS is on. But if you get it tested, uh, modern science does not have an answer for that. I mean, th there is no med medication or there is no therapy as such that can improve upon that blurry vision. It yes. is only, yeah, it is, it is only the, um, uh, 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 the, good breathing and your pranic power, which fuels your eyes. So, yeah. And pranic power is directly related to your breath. Yeah. So, so if you really know, want to work on your vision, yeah. it's about working on your breath. And so that's what the correlation that I'm trying to make here. So, you know, like, I mean, there's so much to talk, Dipti, like, you know, you would yeah. probably understand it. But yes. when, like now in elite athletes in the US and Canada mm -hmm. are being told to do eye exercises like the yogis do. So this, there's okay. a whole new modality. There's a whole new movement that's been growing up where they're teaching sukshma vyayam. They're teaching eye exercises. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, they're actually using this, like, you know, the fingers that we use in yoga to train yeah. themselves because they've realized that these are connected to parts of the brain that need to be activated, which start dulling down because of stress. So I'll going just back, add on one yeah, more yeah. thing. Sorry, I'm cutting you there, but um, I'm just trying to add on whatever I know from the dietary perspective. So as a part of my macrobiotic studies, um, so there is a separate branch uh, which specifically only deals with the study of eyes. Uh, it's It's called iridology or something i guess it's, it's a known oh, really? field but in macrobiotics we specifically wow. uh, study everything about it. and it's such a detailed study like you know you get you literally get into those pupils and there are those um you know sections then there you, and you each section has a connection with each so how you know how the nerves are connected from one part of the body and it's connected to the brain and uh, how senses are perceiving it is it's a complete science in itself and yeah. that specific modality so in general, if you do eye exercises, you can lower your blood pressure. Did you know that? It's so... No, I did not know that. Yeah, you but can. That's interesting. And, that's very interesting. And, 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 and now, you know, what's happening is... Uh, let me step back and go back to the mm -hmm. sympathetic nervous system. So what's happened in modern day age is when the SNS is active and we know that we're stressed and, you know, normally the PNS comes to rescue and says that, Hey, you know, there's a fire and you've dealt with the fire. Okay, let's go back mm -hmm. and eat our donuts. But it mm -hmm. doesn't happen anymore. So the SNS remains high. So your muscles are overworking, which is why Still, we have yeah. pain in the body. Like, you know, now how mm -hmm. many people have like random pain in the neck, random pain in their back, yeah. random injuries, right? This yeah. is all a part, part of the SNS. The PNS has stopped being, you know, stopped like organically switching on and off and the mm -hmm. one of the best ways to do it is the breath work yes you can okay. do it in exercise you can do mm -hmm. it in eating right but the way you would do it in breath work and the way you would be doing it in yoga nidra is you're going to be kind of resetting it from within so, so it's like relaxation like, setting in with with breath work right and yeah, which so is the key of, where all healing happens yeah. so it's like you know the regulator of a fan so right now we are on five, but we should actually mm -hmm. have been on one. So we have mm -hmm. to come back to one. So most of like the research in the US on neuroscience is all about this now, is all about breath work, is all about yeah. eye exercises. And it was so interesting because last week I had a session with 85 doctors in Cooper Hospital and wow. I taught them Sukshma Vyayam and I taught them uh, eye exercises. And um, the, the, the doctor who helped me do this, or rather who, who liaisoned with me, she told me mm -hmm. that we just don't have money to you know, fund this research. We just, we don't have time. Mm -hmm. We have too many trauma patients. So we, we need people like you to do this. And the second thing she told me, which was really interesting is that in Pune, they did a research on someone doing work and someone who was doing yoga asana. And during mm -hmm. that, they put these like, you know, 
um, these these uh, sort of contraptions everywhere to understand the heart rate and un- understand where the okay. brain was and they found mm-hmm. that the brain was emitting delta waves and you know theta okay. waves which are higher frequencies and the yeah. body was completely in rest so you know wow. what she said was that and i was like you know i was like quite very upset i was like are you saying my muscles are not engaged in trikonasan she said do you really mm-hmm. care about that <laughs> are you here for that no i guess She's that's like, the, no, that, that's where uh, that's where sorry i'm cutting you there but uh, i think there's another point yeah. there that um, when when it is about exercise we generally related to muscles but uh, how uh, i believe hatha yoga differentiates a vinyasa class or a power yoga class or maybe um, a yin class is even if you are in a posture but you are still completely relaxed and that's what the definition of asana is right siram yeah. sukhasana yeah yeah so yeah. even if it is so, a triangle pose or if whatever but yeah. your muscles are not engaged and completely in a state of relaxation so the key is that modern research is speaking the same language it's saying yeah. do this breath work do this yoga because when you enter that state of relaxation your gut is going to be absolutely great your heart is going to be absolutely right. great your muscles are going to be great your brain is going to be great don't you think every child should be doing this i've been talking to a mother a friend's mother who is um mm-hmm. a psychiatrist and she says the kind of diseases the spectrum disorders at the age between 12 and 18 has significantly gone up yeah and the reason is because between 12 and 18 you're using the part of the brain the pre you're not you're not using the mid part of the brain you're using the top part of the brain prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. which means you're not thinking about the long term result of your action right so more okay. and more of the kids because of the stress and the social media and the the amount of stress and pressure they are in are activating the sns so much that their brain is getting impaired and that's, you know that's very interesting uh, anjali yeah. i i believe that we are going to talk about this in our upcoming workshop yeah, we, also, I mean, we this are, is a very we important are. concept so you know this is something i think we shouldn't be using only f- not only for the adults but we actually need to start training teenagers we need to give yeah. this back to them and i guess it's more important because lockdown has actually created so much of exposure and screen time it's all eyes are always seeing the moving pictures that right. still vision is not there at all i mean right. they want something moving all the time like pratak for example is a game changer but how many of us mm-hmm. do it you yeah. know so i've True. recently started doing pratak every day and it's important actually now to sort of you know meld modern science and eastern sciences so because yes, when i talk in my courses i always say that you know hey you know we need to pick up this concept that has been brewing called atomic habits so we need to understand that if you want yes. to exercise better or you want to do breath work every single day and it, i know it's boring i know breath work for each and every single person who's watching is going to say this is so boring but it isn't it better than having a pill after 10 years. and i think it's not i would not say it's boring it's that initially because we are so uh, fond of movement and so fond yeah. of our senses want to be engaged initially you know it seems like like you know like you form a new it's habit it's too like different that, like, it's too different yeah, yeah. but once and you it, get into that habit and you experience that stillness yeah. is where you actually get hooked to it yeah which is why we try to like you know we really motivate our um, you know participants to do it for a really long time and i say build yeah. an atomic habit don't drop the atomic habit drop me a smiley after you're done it's to motivate them and you know i yeah. have seen over the last year and this this was a very organic course that i came up with a lot of people dropped asthma blood pressure reverse wow. gut inflammation and you know it's still a challenge i'm not going to say that mm-hmm. everything is perfect um they still call me up and they say you know this that i'm having this problem and i'm like are you not doing the breath work and they're like yeah sometimes i don't i'm traveling i'm doing this i'm like drop you know do any habit in the world you can drop but don't drop breath work do uh, i so i'm sorry i'm cutting you yeah. here but yeah. i would yeah. really want to connect dots with one of the very important uh topic that i uh, generally take uh, you know talk about in my dietary sessions and this is the baseline of what i do um, so we are just talking about how if your diaphragm is not functioning fine which is an attribute of your lungs and breathing uh, you know you end up accumulating a lot of carbon dioxide and uh, oxide yeah. in your uh, middle yeah. area right body. now yeah. uh, and in my practice dietary practice i talk a lot about your body being acidic or alkaline 
okay yeah. now uh, how this concept relates to it is that um, when you have a lot of carbon in the body ultimately it's carbonic acid that you're holding carbonic right? acid and yes. carbonic acid is 70% acidic. of toxin in the body right acidic right. so which means even if you're consuming good amount of alkaline foods and if you have 70% of carbonic acid in your stomach you're not alkaline so those yes. good foods are also not making you good this right. is where the connect i think happens when it comes to biology and yeah. uh, you know uh, breath and biology coming together yeah. so i mean again this is one thing that um, i think i would really want to focus upon and talk about yeah. is that whether it is your exercise whether it is your foods whether anything that you want to do for your health everything is incomplete without breath work so for the simple know, concept that carbonic acid is going so to make you diseased can i tell you guys if you want to lose weight yeah everybody wants to lose weight right in india mm-hmm. the breath is the best way to lose the weight it's yeah. the best way even when you're exercising it's not the exercise but it's your exhalations that is making you lose weight yeah you detoxify with urination and sweat but 80% of the weight loss is lost with the Iron. breath yeah and, and the I, reason if i have to add on it's carbonic acid coming out it, through your exactly breath. so you have the lungs and it's like an inverted tree with a lot of branches and the branches are filled with oxygen and at mm-hmm. the base is the diaphragm and you know you have all these blood vessels that are coming in waiting mm-hmm. to take that oxygen and give back carbon dioxide but if you're not using your entire breath like if you're not detoxifying the carbon dioxide that's stored how will that oxygen go in how will that carbon dioxide go out so you're creating an environment of acidity in the body yeah how much ever iron you eat you know iron is not going to go yeah. up you know because yeah. you're not oxygenating your blood exactly. right then all the organs are going to be like hey where's my oxygen how do i work right so there is so much more to the breath than just feeling relaxed it's actually a physical body it's actually a way you may have noticed that most yogis like me do a very slow practice but are naturally slim why is that because we focus yeah. a lot on regulated inhalations and exhalations and more than the inhalation the exhalation is even more important it has to be twice that because we want to remove the carbon dioxide to take an oxygen so it's one is to two you know i want to take in oxygen but if the the house is full of carbon dioxide how will i take in oxygen right exactly. yeah the brain is an oxygen hog it requires 25% of your oxygen now if you're not giving the brain oxygen then the brain is going to change its functions it's going to become yeah. sleepy it's going to become dull it's going to be like sluggish so there is so much to the breath that you know one even one workshop that we're doing is probably going yeah. to be very less it's game changer sort of, it's, it's, yeah. it's amazing yeah i mean yeah uh, and just to add on anshul here um, uh, you know again coming from macrobiotics i'll just pick up uh, instances from there um, even if it is a food modality there for years and it's a very ancient practice and it talks everything about foods still i was really amazed when i came to know as a part of my studies of course that But, uh, so we are talking of carbonic acid being out of your body right so yeah. as a part of my studies um an awareness that came was uh you have to push out toxins out of your body whether it is liquid toxins or um, solid toxins or gaseous toxins that's the key to where the system yeah. will build up it's nothing to do with foods directly it's nothing to do with exercise directly right ultimately it's about these three sources are going to create yeah. environment where you you are losing either you know solid liquid or gaseous wastes that is the yeah. key yeah uh when it comes to losing um these uh, toxins our major focus is on colon and uh, yeah. kidneys okay yeah. and then we think that if we do not have constipation and if we are eliminating well say through our kidneys are work if our kidneys are working fine then we are sorted and it was such an awareness it's only 25% of toxins coming out of your uh, you know uh, colon and colon. your kidneys that too if you are in a very good state of health where right. uh, you're not holding any and uh, you know you're not holding any feces inside or your yeah. Uh, yeah. you know your kidney system is fine which is not yeah. the case for most of the people so just imagine that even if you're not constipated it's just 20% of toxin that is coming out of you i mean yeah. i would even decrease that 5% because 75% comes out of your breath 
yeah and it was an event like you know a food modality talking about breath which was amazing uh, you know yeah, uh, yeah. learning so yeah so um in a sense like you know we say the same thing that when when you actually you know the first few days when people are shocked by this practice they don't understand what's going on and then you know i took 12 years to understand what it yeah. is i think i was a very slow learner in fact most of my students are really quick they like really caught on to it they're doing they're mm-hmm. doing it religiously and seeing such a benefit i know so many of my students who had zero will power to lose weight mm-hmm. a body full of diseases and i have two examples right in front of me who are you know so i don't like to handhold people so i don't want them to come to me and become make me a crutch and you know lose weight i told mm-hmm. them i want you i'm going to make you independently do it you just do mm-hmm. breath work so you do breath work with me and at the end of my session i say hey go do 13 surya namaskars and then tell mm-hmm. me you did it and they're doing it and they're like you mm-hmm. know they're so happy because they're like you know i lost weight and i ne- i've been struggling to lose weight for 12 years so there's a, there's a, there's a science behind how you how you structure your breath and your exercise practice right? no my point being the breath is hugely interrelated to your will power you know oh, yeah. that that's also another point yeah hugely pranic energy is hugely interrelated to how yeah. far you want to go in your life how focused yeah. you are so if you look at a clock and you're staring at the ticks okay right mm-hmm. this very moment you will realize when i tell and i i i instruct you hey dipti can you focus mm-hmm. on these clock ticks close your eyes and just listen to the ticking sound what mm-hmm. is happening is the science behind it is that automatically your breath either slows down or your breathing mm-hmm. stops what does that mean when we're in concentration then there is no breath yeah but most mm-hmm. of us are breathing so heavily we're only meant to breathe like 17000 times a day but we're breathing so fast because when you're angry or when you're stressed or when you have disease in the body especially when you have hormonal problems so hormones are hugely interrelated to how your breath is then automatically the breathing is severed you know and when the breathing is severed then automatically you're breathing more automatically you can't focus let's say i want to write a page so instead of writing that page in 10 minutes i'm going to take 4 hours that is lost productivity yeah. you know for each of us who need to work and if, if and we keep money. Uh, counting the number of hours that you're losing just because of that and by the end of say few years you look at it maybe you, the crucial years you've just lost to breath loss in a way already you, you've only lost to breath so yeah. i only yeah. tell people you do breath work forget everything else do it for your focus do it so you are so good at your work in, and the focus in, gets better yeah. gradually all the other changes better, will start to happen automatically better in my experience i think you know based on your prarabdhs in life and what situation you're in yes it's going to derail and yes the breath even if you have excellent focus today tomorrow you may not have depending on the situation you're in but yeah. if you build that muscle memory of breath work which i think people like you and i have then you'll automatically go back to it the next yes. day and automatically all the organs will come back to normal you know the number one number one product of breath work is less inflammation in the body because of the carbonic hmm. acid and that is and the beginning of every disease disease so in ashtanga hridayam we be, we begin with all disease is a root the root cause of all disease is inflammation right yeah. so there is so 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 much benefit to it the other thing that i really believe everyone should look into now is yoga nidra and yoga nidra yes is a very you know uh, it's it's a science until that... if you don't mind can you just can i just cut you there because go, i'll okay, move on to yoga nidra in yeah. a sequ- yeah. uh, sequential thing but right. there is one question i think which is from a layman perspective i would want to know yeah. um and this is again coming from my experience when i try telling people that get into breath work okay uh, mm. generally what they would ask me for is do you have any link where we can practice or you know it can be a self paced practice okay yeah. uh now you know uh, since when it comes to live teaching or live uh, uh, led classes i know it's it's powerful because you know it's it's not just about um, what you're doing but yeah. also the environment so, and the people with whom you're connecting so it's it's, yeah. it's kind of an environment yeah but if the people who are doing by looking at some uh, uh, you know online link and practicing it on their own and let's assume that they're able to do whatever the video is teaching 
so that kind of a breath that they come uh, practice how is it different from what a person would practice when a teacher is sitting there i mean because, because i want to really have a clear demarcation yeah, because, why because a teacher is important. honestly honestly a i mean the reason is we break it down to the fundamentals now if you're going mm-hmm. to watch a video and do kapalbhati but not know how to do purna yogic breath or full yogic breathing then you're not breathing right anyway that kapalbhati is only effective for you in that one minute but after that yeah. you're going back to your bad breathing habits but if you're with a teacher who's going to break down the structure of the breath to you who's making who's going to make you understand ki put your hand on your diaphragm put your hand on your chest do you understand right now when you're breathing in through the nose the breath is only moving your chest mm-hmm. you know so that experience one, of step by that, step how breath that goes experience in. of a teacher guiding you through what you're doing mm-hmm. or, so, or if you and i are sitting over there and i actually teach you how to breathe right with your shoulders drawn down so that your cranial nerves are not getting compressed and your pineal gland is getting you know um, activated you're going to leave the class feeling so different as opposed yeah. to and that's where i guess the, the the boredom actually is being driven from yeah. this perspective where yeah. a lot of people are just trying yeah. to go by whatever right. is they see and then they don't yeah. actually connect to what's from, happening from what's a, going on from a yogic perspective yeah we believe you must be initiated into a lineage but i don't yeah. think in the modern day world you're going to go so far into your advanced pranayama that you really need a lineage and teachers like vitti and i are always at a whatsapp call you know we are whatsapping students all day about their problems yeah. so i think one needs to come to i feel like now all yogic knowledge needs to be communicated in a very modern way because we are exactly. having americans doing it stanford is mm. copywriting all of our knowledge and selling yoga nidra is nsdr which is there on youtube for all of us to have a look so why not you and i who are actually you know um, guardians of this this whole science practice it right so i feel yeah. like when you come to a class and i tell you hey you know this is the the way your body is structured and mm-hmm. you know why don't you try this with me and see how you're feeling and when you're doing your kumbhaka or rather your retention i'm guiding you on how to actually even unfold the creases of your forehead because for the most wow. part if you're doing it just by seeing a video you're going to have all yeah. the cre- and then that your... that's like sympathetic on if i'm not wrong right it will be because you know the, more than anything your fascia which is behind your forehead is going to start getting yeah, it will take a shape right? there yeah exactly so yeah. you know teachers have practiced for so long to understand that yeah. what you're going to go through right so yeah. that's the reason it's important at least in the beginning to get incubated into the practice organically and then you yeah. can take it as far as you want to right we yeah. always guide the people that okay today i'm only making you do 40 exhalations but on your own practice you can go all the way up to 75 right okay so we give you tools and we give you a toolkit so you can take out that tool whenever you need it right yeah. so we're actually making you which is powerful i believe because yeah. you know uh, considering the times today uh, you don't know when worry starts to happen to you you don't know when yeah. anxiety starts to happen when yeah. fears uh, you know phobia start yeah. to happen to you and yeah. when you are in that situation then you completely gone because then you don't know what yeah. is the solution and yeah. then you get stuck in that vicious cycle of medication and all of that stuff so if you yeah. have that toolkit then you know okay the situation yeah. what to do and immediately you, know, you are back to balance you know dipti my most powerful learning is been that you know i've been teaching a lot of american and um, australian Uh, uh students like you know people mm-hmm. and they lead such a different life than us and you know they mm-hmm. you know they 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 told me i didn't even know i was anxious you help me understand oh, wow. that i'm anxious that symptoms you know, of anxiety yeah, they told me one one student told me you know i never understood that my entire childhood i was a nervous wreck wow and you know i what i am now she, you know she told me that when i go back to work and i'm staying at the computer archel because you know you told me about the c3 c5 c6 i'm rolling no, my shoulders down and i'm looking at the computer i'm also blinking a lot more and i'm taking mm-hmm. in deep breaths and i can feel that when i leave the leave the workplace at the end of the day i'm not having a fight with my husband we're so much mm-hmm. more calmer so there have been you know uh, so many of these other intangible changes that have happened in people's lives that 
make somehow like you know even for me as it i'm just a teacher right at the end of it have been amazing because i also take it back nowadays you know sometimes yeah, you, even you end up learning a lot i mean that's a practical experience yeah so people like you and me who are like working on this every single day even we forget right so nowadays yeah. even when i'm doing it i'm like wow this is so powerful yeah. so uh, a lot of lot of this is now being used in hospitals a lot mm-hmm. of this is now being used even in Uh, for trauma patients and mm-hmm. um it can help people to lose weight it can help right. the regular human being but it's just that it's a practice that only when you experience it can you understand you know yeah. it, but it, whatever you just yeah. told me that reminds me of my experience like um, when i switched from uh, my it job to you know into wellness that was about 10 years back and when i was working uh, as a you know so the environment that i was working in was a very closed environment of course you know all corporates have a closed environment and right. uh, artificial uh, air system no being there yeah no oxygen and i remember and at that point in time because i was completely undiscon i mean i was not into this field so i couldn't actually make a connect what's happening to me now i can definitely yeah. yes Uh, so what used to happen was on a daily basis there was a specific pattern that used to happen to me i used to reach office say by 9:30 somewhere around 11 o'clock it was a regular pattern every single day that i will have to i will start feeling dizzy for no reason i mean i'm working and wow. you know my concentration from 9:30 to 11 would be okay but then somewhere around 10:30 this will start building up and by 11 then i know that nothing is getting into my head i mean i have a lot of work to do and nothing is getting into my head i feel dizzy in my head i feel there is some uh, restriction in my breathing it's not getting even though i'm making my wow. you know posture straight still the breath is not going in and i used to feel so breathless as if somebody is blocking my uh, breath mm-hmm. i had to take a break there do another disaster go and reach out for a cup of coffee and come <laughs> back and you know <laughs> be on my system for some time because coffee immediately will stimulate the nervous Central system nervous used system. to take me up yeah and by lunch time another havoc uh oh anxiety will be high because yeah. uh, initially it was building up and then i had coffee and then by lunch it's already gone up and then yeah. i couldn't understand then i used to relate it to okay maybe i'm hungry because of it you know i'm feeling oh all God. those mm, symptoms and in my gut <laughs> after having lunch and it was lunch in a stressed state because you know the, this uh, sns was already very high and that yeah. this was a pattern every single day for oh god believe me for about 5 to 6 years continuously It's every single day and i couldn't understand what's going on and this was such a symptom that i couldn't even talk to this to any of the doctors he would say like you know what are you talking about you know i mean what, what is this kind of pattern it's okay you know just take some deep breaths and it's okay and when i decided to leave my job this was one of the reasons because i wasn't sure that it is breath but i knew that somewhere it is impacting my health and it's going down and then when i got into yoga and gradually all those concepts got clear i realized how oxygen is so important for your brain it was probably uh sitting thing and of course you know diaphragm not working properly uh carbonic acid getting into my uh, you know getting accumulated foods not digesting well, uh, well and ultimately even if i'm trying to breathe hard oxygen is not going in yeah. and having a direct impact on my mind then yeah. that dizziness starts to happen and so you know now i can actually see back and how the entire circle used to happen there and yeah. you know very very important yeah. to understand all of these concepts i think you and i can both say that Yes, breathwork can heal every disease, but yes. it needs to be performed the way it is meant to be done. Yeah, exactly. And so this is where my next yeah. question is. Yeah. Uh, before you move on, so um, you know, uh, like um, this is for the listeners. I would just want to announce that uh, Anshul is doing a program with us uh, under this Yavna initiative that we've taken uh, at Swarasya, where. it's going to be about one and a half to two hours of a class which is going to be a yoga nidra class for 40 minutes she'll actually take us through that experience and in that particular single session you can experience how different you feel uh, how relaxed you feel and from there it's not just about feeling how you know at the health level you start to feel energized in that single session after 30 minutes you start to feel and it's it's going to be about a little more rather much more details about what she's trying to help us understand so anshul i w- one question that i have rather little confusion like in the session how can a person not just from the understanding perspective of course you know we've built up some understanding about what you've told us but how everything comes together and how a person understands and experiences everything in that 2 hours of session that you'll be taking for us so you know um for anyone who's you know trying to come to this session and i say that whoever is 
has this feeling of you know um, a lack of ease in the body always stress uh, in ayurveda we say that if there is a disease that a doctor cannot diagnose it's a disease of vata okay excess air in ether in the body mm-hmm. so if you're going through something like that you know where you have random pain where you're stressed your skin is inflamed you have pcos you have thyroid you have some cardiac issues or you're you're not able to lose weight then what's the downfall in experiencing this because according to ayurveda which is a very like perfect science all disease that is cannot be diagnosed is diseases of the mind and diseases yeah. of vata nervous disorders is, and physically exactly. it relates to nervous disorders yeah. and the concept and, joins back again there and breath work is all about correcting the no, nervous system business. yeah so i would say those those people right who haven't who are questioning life who are trying to figure things out who are trying to make themselves better why don't you come and experience this because in those two hours i promise to you you will experience something different yeah now I'm, i don't think i can actually tangibly tell you what is going to be different yes um, i understand because yeah, it's going to be different for each one of them it's yeah. so different because we don't know what we are carrying which baggage we need to yeah. leave which part of the body is screaming you know we actually are not so aware of our own selves so yeah. i break it down to the level of what you are currently i break it down to what you must be i break it down to you know a very simple example i'm telling you right now is that, let's say you're a right hander so if you're a right hander you're most likely always using the left part of your brain this is modern science talking right mm-hmm. now what about the right part of the brain and if you're not going to use it then slowly it's going to become dull and every yeah. part of the brain is very significant it has a very significant job so you need to start using the left uh, part actually, of can i just one. cut yeah. you there because i really want yeah. to talk about a practical yeah. example here uh, yeah. just joining the dots of how this manifests in life actually yeah. so i know a person who in in his earlier years was was a very um, was a, a very open kind of a person with a balance of logical mind and a creative mind okay oh, nice. and over over years um, because of situations because of work pressure because of the kind of people he was dealing with i really want to focus on this aspect because yeah. how your company matters right how the Satsang. place of work matters so yeah. so for the kind of um, company that he was into from the people perspective and from the organization perspective that organization made him really rigid and made him think wow. just on the logical side because his oh. work demanded that and um, he was dealing with americans and americans like more of logical mind than a creative mind okay yeah. and then he not by choice but as a part of his job he got into a thinking pattern which was always logical and wow. gradually um, so this is like uh, one of my friends husband and yeah. then uh, now this girl uh, because she's quite open to me she uh, comes and tells that you know initially it was this was the case and now this person was a really different person in earlier years and i really still relate to older him i'm not able to relate to him right now and if i yeah. one thing if i look back is that what i could see changed him was his career i mean the kind of mm. people he was dealing with and the kind of decisions he had to take the kind yeah. of pressure he had so not by choice again but by chance he had to always think logical and yeah. now like we're talking about fascia it was a similar kind of an impact where all those patterns have set okay and now yeah. this person has actually forgotten himself how he was previously wow. which is creating a lot of problems in his married life now i tried explaining this to my friend also now she understands but this person doesn't understand because you know it's um, uh, one side of the brain has gotten really active and the other one has gone so yeah. what i'm trying to focus upon here is this is how gradually you change as a person change totally totally yeah. so when we have a breathing practice where we balance the sides of the brain it's all about the brain actually in the breath work practice so that you know when you're on breathing only from one nostril which is actually what we tend to do in modern and which is also a sinus condition i want to talk about here because yeah. hundreds of people have sinus and they don't realize how it changes their personality not just it's not just about even, one disease it's about even asthma getting impacted asthma can be yeah. reversed through breath work you know yeah. the breath the when the nose is directly connected to the olfactory nerves in the brain so when we i'm teaching you jalneti or i'm teaching you dinacharya rituals i'm cleaning up your olfactory nerves yeah. so there is 
this science is so strangely perfect even though it was discovered i don't know how many years back and modern uh, research is now actually looking at it so much more intently is because it is life changing and life transforming yes it doesn't come out in modern uh, you know in the pharmacy you know, you know it can't come out because it's just yeah. it's just not something that can be commercialized yeah. so um uh, there is such an impact it has on your digestive system on your cardiac system and you know even like diseases of the lungs diseases of the livers they can all be reversed if it's not if you do it every single day you know mm-hmm. not only one day and more than anything i think in this program we're going to tie it up with yoga nidra which is again a really really important practice i know yoga is well received and most of us have done yoga and yeah we kind of have understood the benefits of it but if you do these practices in tandem so you do your pranayama and you do an asan practice and you do a nidra practice every single day then i i promise to you in a month you will be a different person you know i can i give you a very interesting example which yes. dr mukta told me from cooper hospital she asked mm-hmm. me where i learned nidra from and i told her i learned it from bihar school of yoga so she's like you know mm-hmm. i have goosebumps on my hair and i said why do you have goosebumps on your hair she's like i met abdul kalam and mm-hmm. um, abdul kalam told us that um, his first satellite mission failed and he was in depression mm-hmm. and then he met swami satyananda saraswati from bihar school of bihar yoga and he taught him yoga nidra so he did yoga nidra every single day and then his satellite mission he did it again so and it was a success and the and entire now I have credits and the entire <laughs> credit that an yeah. abdul kalam gave was yoga nidra but i i i sometimes sometimes wonder like why is this not made public like you know not many people have know about this i have personally used nidra to get over so much trauma in my life and i constantly tell people who have trauma in their life or have diseases or have low will power or who have attention deficit disorder to use nidra to come out of it because actually when we sleep in the night we're sleeping with tension because the mind is still awake the intellect is still awake so it's still chattering you know we still have dreams but when we're sleeping in yoga nidra we're sleeping without the mind without the intellect there's a brief portion where you will be guided where you would not even know that you're in nidra where none of your senses are going to be working so all your gyana indri like all the five senses all the faculty that is reasoning is completely detached so at that second you will get complete rest in the body what is fasting why is intermittent fasting such a fad because rest. you're resting the digestion right yeah. which is why i have really this question around yoga nidra i just yeah. want to uh, cut you here go um, ahead so yeah so it's this is a about 30 to 40 minutes of practice that we're talking about yoga nidra yeah that you'll be guiding th- us through it's a 30 minute practice you need to be in mm-hmm. a room alone and you just okay. have to lie down that's it and listen to okay. my instructions so what it's is a, the probability that a person might go off to sleep again a very common it's thing it's a very high probability yes the first time is a very high probability but even that mm-hmm. is effective because mm-hmm. i'm you know guiding you through a very relaxed sleep usually when you go to sleep you've just probably fought with someone or you watched mm-hmm. tv or you you know you've done something so your subconscious is still on that you know the chitta is still working towards that mm-hmm. but when you're guide, being guided to a very relaxed sleep and if you really allow that to happen then you fall into a state of deep rest and when you're in deep rest deep healing happens yeah you so know, i just so want to add on here for the people who would really want to attend anshul's upcoming uh, session and who go off to sleep will be giving you the uh, recording so don't worry yeah, about that that's why i wanted to yeah. bring about that yeah. um, you know so we'll give you the recording and you should do it every single day after that or how many ever days and uh, you know dipti in fact one of your clients who's also mm-hmm. my uh, a relative of mine who i sent mm-hmm. to you she mm-hmm. uh, also bounced back remember we had this conversation yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. when we yes. when we give like when i give when i try healing people i tell mm-hmm. them i'll heal you i'll give you what mm-hmm. you need but after that you need to start following it yes. and empowering mm-hmm. yourself but usually they slid off so then i told her you know come to me i do nidra for you every single day and we did yeah. nidra for her every single day and her anxiety sort of abated 
Yeah, I remember that. I mean, she had amazing changes. Yes. Yeah. I I guess the sinus and all those conditions were really right. So my point being that sometimes we don't understand that anxiety is causing gut inflammation, IBS, Mm -hmm. PCOS, Mm -hmm. thyroid, everything is so interrelated. You know, you can't see, think about the body as a single unit. There are really amazing doctors now in the US who are actually saying that all the research done in isolation, let's say you have a doctor of a lung, right? Mm -hmm. He's only doing research on the lung. It's useless. Yeah, because it's you're seeing it, your you're body's seeing it in isolation. You have to your see body it as a unit. Right? And it's synergy which, which makes the difference. This is a missing piece of information, not just in, um, uh, from the yogic perspective, but also in the dietary perspective. And this is yeah. what makes you know, a holistic uh, nutrition really different from modern nutrition. Yeah. Because yeah. then you see the synergies. What is, like, for example, I'll give you a very common example that, that, that I'm seeing, which is happening in the functional medicine field. A lot of supplements are being recommended. I mean, with all due respect to this modality, it's just amazing. The only Mm. thing that I um, came across in this modality was that when you're working one compound out of a supplement, like for example, curcumin is a very highly used component in uh, functional medicine for dealing with inflammation. Now for for that curcumin, because the quantity has to be really high, uh, you know, generally supplements are used. So uh, that small capsule, one capsule of uh, curcumin, for, for that much of curcumin, you might have to have, say, five, six teaspoons of, uh, you know, uh, uh, haldi. Yes, every, like, you know, in a day to get just one capsule of. So what they're doing is they, they've cut down all that uh, turmeric and they've just, they're just giving you that curcumin supplement. But the problem is now the uh, one of the Ayurveda pioneers that I was listening to in one of the podcasts, he specifically raised a question there that all these herbs are very powerful, but they are powerful when they are in synergy with its other compounds, when they are isolated and one compound you take out of it and you put it in the body, it is too much a load for the body. And it's like something like a concentrated protein or a concentrated carbohydrate. It will work the similar way. And initially you might see the uh, positives, but if you you don't do it mindfully, then the same thing that gave you uh, relief and inflammation will start to build up too much of a heat in the body and then you'll start to have heat kind of. Conditions. Of course, too much. So it's haldi all about synergy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. and haldi needs haldi needs black pepper for digestion, yes. right? We yeah. need to. So yeah. all. I mean, and I think some fatty component also is what. Yeah, um, like a ghee, right? You know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you and I both know that um, there's so much miscommunication. If brahmari is the herb that is being published in the newspaper, everybody yeah. goes for brahmari, thinking it's good for me. But Brahm- hey, you know, which prakri- prakriti are yeah. you? Like, you exactly. know, Ashwagandha. So what person you are, that makes it. Yeah, it, it really, it really def- depends. And um, more than anything for me, which I talk about a lot is pranayama or breath work builds your intuitive capabilities. The reason being, yes. we target your vagus nerve. So there is a nerve that's, it's actually the mommy nerve of the central nervous system. It's the most important nerve that we have. So when that is stimulated, you are in such a state of rest, almost as if you were born, you know, just without any tensions in the body. And if your pineal gland is active, which happens in very many yoga asanas, which happens in yoga nidra, which happens in breath work, then from a yogic perspective, we start permeating through our koshas. You know, we start building yeah. intuition. We start understanding what really is right. You start to get us. your own answers from within. I think I exactly can, uh, because this you is can, what when I experienced as a part yeah. of my journey. You won't need me to come and tell you that hey, you know, you need to have this or avoid this. Yeah. You your body will signal hey, this is not good for me, and you'll yeah. even have the power to drop it. So this is probably an intangible yogic science that I'm speaking, but I'm just telling you because this has happened to me. So it, it I, all becomes, Ayurveda becomes so easy for people like us because yes, it's just so yes, easy intuitive, to Intuitive, yes. And then, you know, heat, cool, and, you know, all those energies. Exactly, exactly. So um, it's food is then becomes secondary. Yeah. Breath work becomes first. Food is secondary exactly. in terms of healing. The body, yeah. 70% of its needs are breath, oxygen. Food is a very small portion of it water and sunlight is far more important right and then is also that whole meditative aspect where and you it's are so beautiful no like yeah. uh, initially when we started the session we just mentioned how with a strong message a new baby enters yeah focus on breath then few yeah. months liquids and then get on to solids and it's right. you know as soon as the baby enters you have that message in front of you yeah 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 your mantra so for life yeah exactly so um 
the, the these practices are you know a little difficult for modern day man to like sort of grasp relate to mm-hmm. and it's also hey i'm going to gym every day but who's going to be doing breath work every day right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's um, it's not the most coolest of practices but whoever has embraced mm-hmm. it has taken it up for life right mm-hmm. and uh, it's also something that doesn't require an hour it's only 20 minutes of your time which is so easy to do right and uh, it's it's revolutionary in terms of what you can become so if if it if there's something that's stopping you if it was your dream like you know i tell very many people this whole willpower thing is so significant because as we age and as we grow through life we don't understand that we sort of lose our goals and we sort yeah. of you know we just become complacent ki nahi ho sakta bacche hai or rigidity starts to happen yeah. and you become but, very stringent in your yeah. but process. do you understand at the back end your prana is just becoming low yeah. you know the brain is degenerating it's not so it's, that it's inflexibility are... of the mind simple right so we we allow, this practice can help with that which is far more important right because at the end of it when you're not ha- feeling achieved or you you're not working for your own self worth then you are not going to be happy so come mm. come for happiness if not anything so um yeah so these are these are yeah. some of the benefits any Great. other so anchal i think we are short in time uh, i think we have a few questions also i'll just quickly take one of the questions um so somebody is asking how to get rid of anxiety and depression through breath and will that kind yeah. of an approach also be covered in the program that you'll be doing for yes, us yes 100% 100% so um you know depression uh, depends on how far it is but we've been speaking to so many doctors who are saying that this needs to become mandatory for people who are in depression so definitely depression anger can all be really really sorted with breath work it's just that with But being when, continuous with it yeah with clinical depression yeah. you need someone back there to check that you're doing it because you don't have the will power it's like you know to to come back to it it may take a significant time but 100% it can it just needs a sustained practice so we'll be talking so how about... how i put it across is uh, it's it's something like a bizarre signal going on sometimes the signal goes really high sometimes it comes yeah. really down yeah. and then yeah. that's why you need an expert there to tell you okay your balance is not there or there it's it's in right. the center and how to get yeah. on to it so that's why i think right. expert intervention is important yeah uh so i'll i think anshul i think we'll be there for another 5 minutes i'll just request yeah, for the joinees to ask any questions if they have and um i think somebody is asking for details also so if you really want to check uh, the program that anshul would be conducting you could just go to uh, my um, instagram account and it's it's mentioned in my link bio there i think it's there at anshul's account as well anshul if it's not yeah. there maybe you can just put it yeah, there if somebody wants it. to check and post it yeah so you'll get all details about what anshul would be covering there so there's a yeah. landing page there you can just click on it and check out and i think we have one more question uh, what are the mandatory breath what are the mandatory breath work on daily basis so you know it dip- differs depending on where you are and we clearly tell you we tell you that if you are someone with low energy you need to do this if you are someone who has high energy and more vata in the body you need to do this and if you are someone who is not able to concentrate is doing a task and is getting distracted then you need to do this so it's important for you to come to the program and understand what to do like if i so tell you right so it's a protocol now, that like you know a, maybe you yeah, have specific yeah. um, uh, tendencies and for those specific tendencies this is the structure yeah. for you does it work like yeah that? so it's very individualistic and uh, we tell you that do this like i pick up three or four practices and i speak about those especially mm-hmm. um uh, we ca- you can't tell someone uh, i can't tell you what i'm doing because you and i are very different right so yeah. it's better, better i think uh, anchal i think i would want to talk about one example here again a real time example uh, you know uh, and that is the reason now i have stopped giving general uh, suggestions so uh, with one of the clients it happened like years back since i was also learning and was into this practice mode um you know this the bp of that person was really high okay oh, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh this person really wanted to work on natural therapies to bring down the bp and mm-hmm. because i was learning at that time i got confused which is the heated uh, nostril oh. heating nostril or which is the cooling nostril and yeah. by mistake i made him did the the the, the heating, heating one, one rather than the oh. and um, and we did it for four five days thankfully so he did feel some you know up and down at that point in time but the, but thankfully i was under the guidance of my teacher and then 
he yeah. guided me right okay this is how so you know these are small little things where even yeah. pranayam can take you negatively yeah. if you don't know how to incorporate yeah. it well. and i just that's yeah. important that and is important where we use yeah we also talk about if you have you if it's really hot outside and you're feeling yeah. very Hi. angry then do this practice right like do shitali shitkari so we need to like organically get into it you can't yeah. say that you know one size fits all and yeah. there is but actually is there any pran- specific yeah. pranayam that somebody wants to just experientially of, want to start and see i think instead of uh, calling it pranayam i say everybody should experience deep, deep yogic breathing. breathing yeah you know you should really understand what it is because we don't use our diaphragm and if you don't use your diaphragm then the pineal you know all of us who are facing this problem of being very externally stimulated ultimately lies in the fact that we're not connected intuitively right so purna yogic breathing itself can get us to like the destination so i would say you can begin with that great so uh, any other question from anyone i think we've taken up all the questions i'll just check that any anshul on the ending note anything from your end that i would uh, you would want to add on um uh, you know now uh, all i want to say to everyone here is that um sometimes we don't know what's going on what what's upsetting us or why certain things are hampering our growth there's stagnation in the body um it's hard to pinpoint no one can help you you have to help yourself all right exactly. that is something we all have learned no one can help you even taking a medicine you have to do it on your own so you need to experience this to understand how you can help yourself right i can't tell you and i can't even tell you what problem you have and maybe you don't you're not even aware of it so let's say it's weight loss or let's say it's diabetes or anything this is like a preliminary answer for you yeah for students anything for focus yeah i mean there's breath retention which is great but understand how it's done because it's usually done after some activity you know you can't just go into breath retention because when your body is full of agitations and you go to breath retention you're just going to make yourself negative crazy yeah. how to breathe while we are in anxiety or sad so when you're in anxiety or you're sad you're going to notice that your breath is harbored you're going to be breathing from your chest and you're also going to be breathing heavily the body is also start going to start becoming hot so i think at that point you have to in, in, engage the diaphragm and really travel Ease your breath the body i guess lose everything yeah. because everything gets tightened the first thing is to yeah, loosen up yeah so you need to exhale slowly and really focus on breathing in through the nose and breathing out through the nose engaging the abdomen like a balloon and make the exhalation much 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 longer than the inhalation that's what i think i would want to add on here before we move yeah. on uh, yeah very important and this is again from practical experience uh, coming in uh, for the people who who have this anxiety issue or any kind of emotional issue that happens randomly okay they try to breathe in they also are able to loosen out their bodies till they're not able to breathe in and a lot to do with the tight clothing that we wear i mean i really want oh, to pick right. that point because nobody talks yeah. about it nobody focuses Underwear on it so you know especially yeah it has to be caught so very important yeah. to have those loose yeah. clothing specifically in your mid area yeah. if you really want to breathe openly and freely yeah 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 i agree so we talk about all the i exercises and everything in the program which now is being used by elite athletes in elite athletes in canada and america are extensively being trained in breath work and i i found that so amazing when i learned that yeah. you know so um come experience it i think you know if if not anything it's just it's a way to uh, perpetuate your self growth yeah great so anshul i think we're already uh, you know uh, uh, yeah, we've the time yeah. so um for the ones who are interested in the program feel free to reach out to me or anshul or you can also look out at the program details on our link bio it's available there and yeah we hope to have you there and experience this amazing practice which is where everything begins from like you know foods exercise lifestyle will come later the very first thing is breath learn to yeah. breathe right yeah i agree okay, with great. you dipti all right yeah. how are you okay thank you thank anshul you. thank you so much bye. for being here thank you bye bye